Hello, everyone, and welcome out to episode 282 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. That is really close to 300. It's sort of exciting. I'm Nick Nitro, and before we get into today's episode, <clears throat> just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Go to utmnt.com to read the first issue and a little bit of the second issue of Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the fan-based webcomic drawn by Eric Webb, written by myself, Nick Argenbray, and colored by Cortland Brueger. You can also visit It's All Been Done Radio Hour at itsallbeendoneradiohour.com. Check out on how you can get information on our live show at Mad Labs in downtown Columbus. A real theater, everybody. It's so awesome. And also, of course, special thanks to Pack Rat Comics for uh, sponsoring The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. And of course, uh, yeah, letting us host their show live, our show live there. The episode you're about to hear was actually recorded in Pack Rat Comics, so please give them a lot of love. PackRatComics.com. Find out how you can subscribe, get a pull list, and if you're in the Ohio area, um, check out all the other great stuff they have. They have comic books, graphic novels, t-shirts, and more. It's pretty sweet, you guys. All right. So episode 282 is Asthma Live and Breathe or Breathless, and it's an episode of Dr. I'm sorry, Why Not Green, Adventures in Space and Time with Professor Why Not and Doc... Green, played by the wonderful Shane Stefanchek and James Daly. Sorry, I'm trying, I'm swallowing a lot because uh, last night during rehearsal for the March show uh, that's all been on Radio Hour, um, it's like a light switch that just went off in my throat. Um, so I've been self-medicating all day. I've been up since 6 o'clock, took some uh, um, Mucinex and all kinds of stuff. Isn't that wonderful? That's what you're really tuning in for, is just to listening to the sickening that's occurring in my throat. Um, but this was a really great episode. This is uh, an episode that really sort of turns the tide, I feel, that I'm making uh, Why Not Green not just a comedy, but a little bit of a dramedy as well. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy it. It's a lot of fun, and uh, the next uh, two episodes are going to be really a lot of fun, and so I hope you stay tuned. Matter of fact, the next episode of Why Not Green will be recorded in March at Pack Rat Comics, so uh, that starts at 7 p.m., so if you're in the area, check us out. Again, that's uh, gbgpodcast.com or packratcomics.com for more information. All right, here it is, episode 282 of The Good, The Bad, and Geek Live, Why Not Green, Adventures in Space and Time. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon as a young man who his brother Elliot called Kitty climbs out of the window. I'm tired of being stuck inside the house all the time. I just want to see the world. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty ventures further into the wilderness around his house as Martha, Kitty's mother, becomes worried. Kitty, meanwhile, though, is enjoying his surroundings. Oh, I love nature. So beautiful. And that is when T.D. saw it. What is is it? Wait for it. Oh, Oh my God! Why not green? Adventures in space. And yes, the time is implied. Tonight's episode is entitled Breathless, or... Asthma, live and breathe!
We begin tonight's sordid tale in the luxurious halls of the Jarvis. Jarvis hat. Oh, come on, really? That's what it is! Ahem. <clears throat> Sorry. We're done. Continue. As I was saying, we begin tonight's tale here in the time machine that looks like a service elevator with our heroes Dot Green, a centric super genius and creator of the time-traveling Dodge Neon, and with him, the professor, who is still quite bummed by the loss of his companion and friend, Marcy McWaltz. You have to bring that up. Maybe if we took your mind off a thing. How about I drink a little more booze? It. I did enjoy my last little sip. Your last little sip, Professor, was three bottles ago. Potato, potato, vodka. Huh? Huh? <laughs> we have potatoes, sure, Professor, but I feel like maybe another adventure is just what the doctor ordered. Great scooter! I am a doctor, so yes, that is what I order. And with the push of buttons and a turn of the dial, the Jarvis... Jarvis at! Jarvis! Whatever! Quickly makes a loud sound and begins to vibrate as it enters the time stream and lands squarely in a brand new time period and planet. So glad you fixed that. Finally. Oh, what did you do? It's called an adventure, Professor. Come, surely you must not be able to avoid the taste of adventure. Okay. Look, if this doesn't cheer me up, you and me, we're knickered after this. Fair enough? Fair enough, Professor. Bing! All right, where did you take us today, Doc? I'm not sure, but... Great Scooter! Out of the service elevator door of the Jarvis... Jarvis at! ...is the large, lush, beautiful planet with weird, fuzzy trees. Like in Dr. Seuss! Sure, like Dr. Seuss. Anyway, the lush plant life and colorful atmosphere begins to raise a slight smile on the professor. So far... I like it. Exploring is what you like to do, so let's do it. Let's do it all dirty-like. Wording. What I mean to say is let's have your ship and get our hands dirty as the time states and start investigating. And investigate they did. The boys walked over here and there. No, not like that. Get back there. Uh, and? Which way did you mean? Look, you went there and then here. You're supposed to go here, then there. Oh, I see. Okay. Cheers, mate. Sorry! Mmm, yeah, it smells sweet, doesn't it? Does! Like a cream pie! Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it is. Curiosity killed the cat, you know. Ah, scanning and... What is it? What does it say? Ah. That's odd. No, it, it, it can't be. It, look, it looks like that... Oh, oh my. This way, this way. So off the boys went, following whatever it is the professor's sonic spatula found. And look there, both of them did, as laying before them, breathing heavily, <gasps> is, <gasps> is young Teedy. He's the kid from the beginning of the show! <laughs> Th 
Thanks, Doc Green, but the audience? Yeah, I think they gathered. Carry on! <coughs> so, they walked up to the young TD who was breathing heavily. Oh, bugger. Oh, bugger, what? What's he doing here? Great Scudder! He's a kid! An Earth kid on, on this planet! Great Scudder too! Electric Boogaloo! He's an Earthling on this weird planet, and he's having an asthma attack! And me, without my inhaler! No, not there, no. No, no, what? no. I... You normally carry an inhaler with you? Well, yes, for when I need to step back and inhale. Yes, yes. Don't you mean exhale? Oh, no, 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 no. I have my exhaler right here in my wallet, but, uh, no, my inhaler. Oh, rats! Uh... Don't you think that you two should be doing something more, I don't know, savvy-wavy? Well, uh, I could teach you how to not make up wordy-wordies. Fair enough. But, gentlemen, the boy... Oh, yes, 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 young man. Uh, what is your name? same time in the past, present, and future. Why? Why not? Dude, I did that. <laughs> if we couldn't have saved you, it would have knocked the wind right out of me. Wording? I would have been devastated. Okay, so, Teedy, where exactly are you from? What do you mean? Well, both the Doc and I can tell that you're not from this planet. Planet? Oh, boy. Uh, what, maybe, um... Early 1900s? More like middle 1800s. Why are you talking about our year, sirs? Uh, what do you think the year is, you little rascal, you? And, and how old are you? Well, I was born in 1858, and it is currently the year of our Lord, 1893, sirs. Great Scooter, I was right. Yes, I owe you a fiver. Okay, easy. 
We get it. I'm just saying this little fellow here. Well, he's 15. It's not so little. Yes, he is pretty little. Can you not communicate like I am not below you? You shall treat me as if I am below you and are not below you, and I shall have none of it, sirs. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, look, look, it's, it's just that it is a really, really... Um... Oh, whoa, folks! Ye gods, what, what, what type of hallucinogens am I witnessing today? Is that... Well, it looks like a giant talking cat. I'm really not quite sure what is a cat. Surely I think less about that. I'm a fluke with a dupe, and I'm here to say, what made you all come my way? Interesting. Interesting is as interesting does. Could a fuzzbuzz muzzbuzz cuzzbuzz does? I am stunning to think. Thinking is a sign of things to come. Come, come. <laughs> come, come. Wording! And so the so-called floop in the dupe tipped his hat. My duke, good sir, is what I tip, and if I tip, I shall not trip, tip, dip. Uh, right. The floop and the dupe tipped his dupe, and in a second he was on some kind of stoop. Uh, now he's got me rhyming too. Ah. On top of the stoop, the floop snickers and smiles, and soon hops off from there and runs away wild. I'm the floop and the dupe, and I have things to share! I really want to kick him in the ass! That doesn't rhyme! What? I believe we all know what you were going to say. Yes, he's right. You need to say derriere. Right, I was going to kick him in the derriere. You've not viewed such a magnificent creature before? I haven't, but... Yeah, my father is a man who loves to travel. He is a worldly man, and yet I am so much more less than him. Oh, that's a bunch of crap, that is. Why? Because of your asthma? Asthma? You mean my breathing conjunctions that occur? Exactamundo. I have not yet heard such a malady called that which I have. Great scooter! Look over there! Professor Why Not and the 15-year-old teenage T.D. look, and in the distance, rather close to the hero's elevator-like ship, is the floop in the dupe. He's near our... And just like that, about two yards away from the floop in the dupe, a strange tear appears. Oh, bugger. Tissue? No, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to figure something out. Uh, at least I think. Oh, yes! I couldn't see it before either, but now I do! Yes, well, of course you see it now. That tear just got tore up. Great Scooter! That looks like Egypt! Great Scooter and a half! He is right! And right they were, as in the distance, through the tear, as the floop in the dupe peers onward, you can clearly see the pyramids of Giza sitting in the desert sands. I so wish I could travel. Travel the world! Painful it is, painful it has. You coming out here has me all jazzed. So, Mr. Doopity Floopster, what say you tell me what it is going on here? Aye. Riddles and rhymes are paltry fun, but escaping here is what must be done. Well then, why don't you just go through that thing right there? The floop and the dupe looks at the strange tear and looks at his hands with gloves fuzzy like a bear's. Not a bear's, fear, no fear. They were made from the fuzzy plant life here. Ah, I see. The floop in the dupe is really just scared. But heavens know why we care. And our hero sprung into action. The professor pulls out his sonic spatula. And Doc Green quickly slips on his super fast shoes of fastness. And sprung into action, running over and grabbing the hat. Er, I mean, the dupe from the top of the floop's head. Got it! Bingo bango. The floop without his dupe seems quite sad and slunches down now, pathetic and mad. Oh, come on now, little floop, what's wrong? Scan this and see if this explains the sing-song. The professor is thrown the dupe in which he scans and scans he does with loops. Most of this episode so far, I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. Almost and...
Ah, here we go. Oh, ooh, interesting indeed. You know what? You know what I think we have here? A dupe from Floop? Well, obviously. Um, oops. But, um, I'm talking about something else. You know, what I scanned from the dupe. That Iceland doesn't have a lot of ice? That's factually accurate, but also... No. This thing has some sort of strange technology. And a large ruckus began from behind the machine that brought fear to the professor and Doc Green. <coughs> exclaimed the floop as he was quickly bitten by a de-whoop. <coughs> Would you look at the intestines on that thing? Wow, that's morbid! Great scudder! The science of anatomy! It's so beautiful, though! I'm fascinated by such a thing that is all fine, sir! Oh, looks like we've got a young scholar in our midst, Doc. Sure. As young T.D. watches on, losing the shock and awe, the biology is what interests him. The floop and all things... T.D. watches the floop getting eaten and mangled by the beast's big jaws, ripped apart further and further by his paws. Would you please pick a tent? Look, this rhyming business is for the birds. I haven't seen any birds. Ha. 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 What? All right, everyone, quiet down. And they were quiet. I could go for some poppy chuck corn! What in the blazes is that? You know, when you get popcorn, dump some peanut M&Ms in that. Ahem! And they were quiet, shh, quiet. As I was saying, as the dewoop finishes eating the floop without his dupe, the dewoop turns the attention to the large strange-like portal or tear. The pyramids look epic and strange to the dewoop, but sniffing the tear, it snarls a bit, turns and slinks away back into the strange fuzzy flora. The professor, Tidi, and Doc Green hiding behind some of the flora themselves, reveal the top of their heads slowly. All right. Hmm. Well, seems like that thing is gone. They walk over to the strange tear. Why would a tear like this appear, Professor? Hmm. I'm not sure, Doc, but I am certain It is why young Teddy is here! That thing there? Yes, yes, yes. And I know you noticed that flooped hand. Bandaged, huh? He almost seemed, um... Petrified of that tear. Great scholar! Yes! It appears that going through the portal hurts him, just like it wounds other beings of this planet! Do you remember T.D.? T.D., you remember how you got here? Well, uh, I'm not allowed outside much, so I slipped out of my mother's window, and upon my travels not far out of my house, I, I heard was startled by something, and had a, an asthma attack, as you gentlemen would say, and proceeded to gain consciousness when you got here. Yeah, just what I thought. That floop and his dupe tried to escape through the portal, but knows he cannot escape. So instead, he tried grabbing someone instead. Young Teedy here. Like a hostage. All you need is a bargaining chip. Bargaining chip? Yes, also known as your time as... Diplomacy! Aye, not sure who he would have bargained with as this planet is outside of general life. It's pretty barren. Um, and the floop was only brought to life by his dupe. Without this dupe, there's no floop. But, uh, uh, look, Teeny, we need to get you back to your home, to your parents, unless... Oh, no, no. Unless no. what? Professor, I highly advise against this. Uh, unless I go with you? Exactamundo, look at you. See, he's clever. I want to. I, I would love him more than the world. But? But? I can't. Ha! I, I mean, terrible, terrible. Terrible. 
Well, my father likes to travel, and if I'm to journey this great earth or these great cosmos with you, sirs, I need to do so with him first. But due to my asthma, I'll never get to. Now look here, young Petey. We both have overcome many and great things, and asthma has been one of them. I cannot continue to take such strange elixirs that you concoct, sir. Yes, but what the good professor here is saying is that you need to face each danger with head. What wording? How, what could you even possibly have meant? Yeah. What? What? Head up! Head up! What's head? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, no. Shh. Okay. Shh. Shh. Forget we said that. So he's gonna face head on with vigor and conviction, young TV. I miss my father. Did you know that he was always taking care of me whenever I got sick? He's there at all hours by my side. Your father sounds like a wonderful man. He is. Honor, duty, family, vigor and conviction. That is my father, Professor. A man that we should get you back to, young TD. And so our heroes prepare to send TD back home. Let's see, uh, surely you've got some residue of your home on you. Ah, yes, there it is. Huh? New York! The great state, yes sirs. You know my great uncle's from there. Maybe we can meet him if I ever leave my abode. Maybe. The professor inside his Jarvis. Jarvis hat! <laughs> the professor inside his ship hits a few buttons, programming into something into the Jarvis mainframe. Jarvis hat! I'm really gonna hurt you. Which then emits a strange sound. And the tear that shows the mighty pyramids of Egypt slowly turn and become a wooded area. Great Scudder, is that? It looks like. Yes, it was the same spot that Tidi was kidnapped from by the floop and the dupe earlier. Tidi! Tidi! Where are you? Tidi! Will I ever see you gentlemen again? The professor and Doc Green looked at each other, smiled sadly. I understand. Can you have any more of us wandering through? And vice versa, too. You know, young lad. You're good men. You remind me just like my father. I wish you the best. Thank you. Teedy, oh my Teedy. There you are. You are in trouble. Are you okay? Are you sick? No, Mama. Oh, I'm so vexed with you, Theodore. Don't you dare do that again. What will your father say? The tear closed behind young Teedy as the professor and Doc Green, in the distance from the strange Seuss-like planet, see what appears to be Titi's mother and younger brother grab hold of him. Titi. Theodore? And he had asthma! Oh. Bully. No, 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 no. It can't be. Great Scudder! He loves the outdoors? That isn't Titi! That's Teddy Roll! Nah. Can't be. Nah. No. And so our heroes walks closer as if to board the time machine-like elevator. So that was a fun adventure? Not really, but I mean, it was, o it was okay, I guess. Yeah, I, seeing a floop's insides makes a man... Uh, well, or a chronolo would want to drink. Agreed. The professor looks at the dupe and throws it behind him as he walks inside the Jarvis. Jarvis at... Hey, are you really gonna go let him drink? Great Scooter, are you kidding? That floop had like... 500 pounds of organs in his cuts! You need to have a drink if you see something like that! But he seems very, I don't know, addiction prone? Act like we'll be driving! Ding! Very well. 
Doc Green closes the elevator door and began to help his friend to a drink of leftover potato vodka from their previous adventure. As a strange animal creature begins to sneak upon the discarded dupe that was earlier worn by the floop. <clears throat> I wonder what the professor was going to say about the dupe before he was interrupted earlier. The Jarvis disappears. Uh, rather shakefully? Hey, no drinking and driving! Come on, fellas! You can't get a DUI in a time machine! Really? I... Oh. Fair enough, I guess. And with that, the Jarvis disappears into the time stream. That ends this quick adventure of Doc Green and the Professor Why Not. Stay tuned next month for a brand new adventure entitled The Creeping Doom, or I Can Feel It Creeping in the Air Tonight, Oh Lord! And Why Not Green Adventures in Time and Space. And yes, this time, see, I got it. Yeah, your time is implied. Hey! episode is Seamus Tulsi as our narrator slash special effects guru. Martha, played by Samantha Stark, also from the Not Another Podcast podcast. Elliot is played by Ryan Yoey. Flubin' the Dupe is played by myself, Nick Argenbright. Professor Why Not, played by Shane Stefanczyk. And Doc Green, played by James Daly. If you'd like to hear more of Why Not Green, please email us at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or tweet us at hashtag tweet DJ Meet. Or hashtag why not green. You can also tweet us at goodbaggeeky. Or if you want more episodes and listen to the uh, archive of why not greens we have, go to gbgpodcast.com, look for the category why not green, or go to iTunes, keywords goodbaggeeky, subscribe, give us a review, and rate the show there. Thanks for listening, and see you next episode.